Hey, Sam. Hey, Nathan. What's up? Oh, uh, not much, just, um... You look a little sleepy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I only got three hours of sleep last night, although uh, I know plenty of people who got no sleep at all. I, um... Yeah, I, I slept pretty well. I went to bed early thinking, you know, this wasn't going to be an interesting election to watch. <laughs> so I was just like, meh, Dummy. just going to go sleep. <laughs> Uh, oh my and, god! Yeah. And then I woke up at four a.m. because I'm still jet lagged from the the week I spent in the UK last week. So I've been waking up super early, and I it just it felt almost like an out of body experience. Like I was watching myself grab my phone, yeah, and and I was watching myself watch the main notification on the headline that the Trump President Trump President Elect Trump. I read those words, <laughs> and I was I was. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm sure it's similar to everyone else. Yeah, I was watching it last night. Um, we started watching. So me and Abby and a couple other people went over to a, a bar, got some burgers and beers, and just hung out and watched the first election results come in. And yeah, um, and we're like, okay, all right. First ones went to Trump. That's obvious. You know, a few Kentucky yeah. and everything went. You know, quickly over to uh, to Trump and everything. And I'm like, okay, all right. And this whole time, this entire time, I have said to everybody, like, don't underestimate Trump. Like, he could win. Yeah. Um, and but but I also heard he would have to win every single one of the toss-up states. Guess what happened last night? I can't other than Nevada, he won it. every single toss-up state. I yeah. I mean, <laughs> then he went crap. and won Pennsylvania. Yeah. Twenty votes gone. Like, so. Anyway, we, so we were we were hanging out at the bar. Then we what, went what back was home. like the attitude as people were watching? Was it did the energy shift at one particular point, or was it the slow devolution of? Like, <laughs> well, every single word? person at the bar that we were at, pretty. I mean, I didn't hear any, didn't see any Trump supporters there, but That's the um, pretty thing. much everybody was saying, you know, but we were all kind of having a discussion about how how awful would it be? How awful would it really yeah. be? Um, if Trump well, actually won today. Did you watch his acceptance speech? No, I didn't watch it. I watched the whole thing. Oh, you did? Not just the highlights, yeah, uh, this morning. And I got to say, I, I actually liked his temperament uh, and, and his tone. Okay. The tone that he struck was excellent. Um, you know, obviously, I, I didn't vote for him, but uh, I, his acceptance speech made me feel a lot better. Um, you know, I, <laughs> it's... Uh, right. Right. I don't even know what direction to take this conversation because it's so. It's like we're living. Or it's like we're watching a movie play out. We are. It's freaking Donald Trump is now president. Yeah, he has no <laughs> no political experience, which uh, is kind of interesting. I was no reading military a, yeah, experience, none, no governing experience at all. No, <laughs> it's now, now going to lead this, us. This actually is a good uh, segue, Sam. We we photographed Donald Trump once. Um, I, that was the only thing I was like, oh, well, now I can say I photographed a president. This yeah. is fantastic. Oh, that's me. true. <laughs> well, you, yeah, that's kind of the you pinnacle. You photographed Bill Clinton before, though. Yeah, but this is like a portrait where like, I, you that's know, true. I actually directed and interacted with him. That's true. But, man, uh, I was reading the... Um, the sentiments and like the the stuff from from international around the world of, of from other world leaders and it was so fascinating to think and and realize like a lot of people have at least some 
relationship with other heads of states and world sure. leaders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's not good or it's brief, they have some familiarity with each other. Donald Trump has none of that. He has no ties to anybody no. other than maybe his celebrity interactions and maybe some business dealings. But like on a political level, none. Sure. No. And, no. Yeah. And no. frank, frankly, I mean, you could you can try to spin that in a positive way and say, well, he's not he's not a politician. He's not going to act like a politician. Uh, in the good way of like, he's going to do things a little bit differently, um, which is okay. Uh, but at the same time, he's not a politician. And yeah. he's, in fact, I would say he's the opposite of a politician, which is kind of how he got the nomination to begin with. He's like, people, you know, yeah. Trump supporters are saying he's not a politician. He's going to fight for in a way that we haven't been fought for before. Right. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's kind of what we've been clinging to. But I mean, when you're, when you are the, the number, honestly, you know, the num- pretty much the number one world power, you need somebody that has the ability to communicate effectively with other world leaders. And I am incredibly scared that Trump <laughs> is going to screw it up in a major, major way with yeah. other foreign powers. That's yeah, kind of it's, my. It's hard to imagine, especially Mexico. The other issue, the ma- I think one of the major issues is that Hillary Clinton, regardless of her past and regardless of her, you know, of the controversy surrounding her, she's a woman. And honestly, I, I blame America for not being quite ready for a female president. Yeah, I think no, that I that think is a huge point. Given absolutely. the choice between insane person Donald Trump and woman, they say he's a guy, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it's definitely got to be a huge part of it. And I, I think that and is a huge ridiculous. part. Of it. it is ridiculous. Yeah, and and if that and like look at the margin that he won by. Like he did he did win you know elect in the electoral votes. He, he I actually heard that fairly well, but Clinton now took the lead with the popular vote exactly. just by a bit. She's actually now like the fifth president to win the popular vote, but not be elected because of the electoral college. Right. And, insane. you know, just if you look at that, I just, I, I'm just, I'm mystified in the number of people that, that actually ended up voting for Donald Trump. And yeah, yeah I mean, it's. It, I am enjoying all the headlines, though. I feel well, like they're having fun using his name, Trump Triumphs. It's right. Trump. <laughs> it's Trump. But uh, the the other the other problem that I've had, and and I did like this stupidly long rant on Facebook last night when Abby was trying to sleep. But basically, I was like, Republicans have had their hand forced in this election. Uh, they can't not vote for Trump because they need those four Supreme Court justice nominations, potential nominations. Yeah, they need uh, a president in a Republican president. They don't want Trump, but they but he's the only option. Yeah, they, they're voting. They for hate the Hillary. Supreme Court. Yeah, you know, yeah. Dem- Republicans have always like they didn't like Bill Clinton and they really didn't like Hillary. And the fact that she stayed in a governing position for so long, I think, really annoyed a lot of mm-hmm. top Republicans. And so they can't vote for Hillary. 
they don't want to vote for Trump, but what other option do they have? They vote for Trump. So it's crazy. That's I think that's how we got here. It was we we were not <laughs> yeah. ready to accept the responsibility of voting responsibly. Yep. It's uh, it's intense, and and his uh, his acceptance speech probably because I, I have to imagine that he wasn't expecting to really win either. I, I am shocked that yeah, just how wrong the polls were, and like yep. it makes me never want to believe any poll ever again no. because clearly there it's a completely flawed profession. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like uh, his speech was really good. You should watch it. But um, it, it, I just liked how off the cuff it was, which like I said, it's probably cause he didn't have an acceptance speech really prepared, but, um, it was really low key. It wasn't a huge production, but it was probably the first time ever that I've heard, um, a politician or certainly a president end a speech without saying anything, uh, and, and about God and God bless America. Like none of that. He was just right. like, all right, thanks. <laughs> Something oh, wow. like that. It was no. And that's the first time I ever yeah. heard that. And I remember thinking so long ago, like, well, red flags should, should go off if we ever get a politician that doesn't, doesn't close his speeches with, with, you know, the, the classic line of make, make, you know, God bless and may God bless the United States of America. Like it was none of that. And, and it's really interesting to see a lot of these, Republican people are are really conservative Christians, and it's it's you know I wonder if they I mean clearly Trump I don't think he's a Christian maybe I but don't, uh, you I know don't think we so. don't have to talk too much about it but it's it's I don't think he is and if he is it's clearly just just a thing he says and <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. this is, and it's so funny that people are like yeah I mean clearly I, I'm still going to vote for him and, and and it's like how do you how do you balance that how do you justify that in your own head uh when he's clearly not yeah anyway i I am very i'm also very frustrated with christian theologians that have come out in originally that have that originally said way back when he was running for the nomination people like wayne grudem who's a respected theologian um who said you can't in moral conscience vote for trump then Mm -hmm. He goes out and writes another big article, freaking novel, about about how actually you do need to vote for Trump because you're not voting for him, you're voting for his policies. And I find that pretty morally objectionable. Um, Because it wasn't just Wayne Grudem, it was tons of other theologians that have put aside their moral their moral ground for huh. political ground and right. mm-hmm. i'm i'm actually fairly offended by that because you know i am a christian and i feel like i i i, I want to respect these people but they're not they're they're yeah. they're they're wrong in my opinion on this <laughs> yeah um and i wow. i have a i have a serious objection uh, to them flip-flopping that hard on somebody that is going to be, in my opinion, bad for our country. Well, I, I, I yeah, tend to agree. And, and it's really, I, I will say, though, one, one hope that I have, one of the things that I've just, I've never seen anybody get any real ground on is any serious tax reform. And mm-hmm. certainly that would never happen under Hillary Clinton. No. Like the, the, the tax code would probably just be the same. We'd be paying different taxes, of course, but the actual code and the process of how we're taxed and everything would, would go unchanged. And I, I do 
think that if there's anything I hope that actually changes under Trump, it's that. And I think he, somebody like sure. him, was ne- is necessary to to bring about any type of tax code change. Which, you know, I didn't even consider that until this morning when I'm like, okay, well, geez, what can I hope? What what can I hope for the best about? <laughs> and, and maybe that's the one thing. What do you think about all this like uh, not my president uh, stuff trending? There's a hashtag going, and yeah. a lot of people, you know. Do you think that people that, you know, and we probably shouldn't make this a political podcast because I'm sure we're just upsetting half of everybody that's it's listening probably to us. But, true. Um, uh, we love you. Do you think that people that reject him as president uh, reject democracy? Like, do you, I feel like that that's the logical um, conclusion. Yeah, I would I would say definitely yes. Uh, just because, listen, like, even remember Al Gore and George George W. Bush. Um, he won the he he won the uh, he he lost the electoral college by Florida, right? Yeah. And he won, even though he won the, the popular vote, um, after a little bit of you know about a bit of recounting and all that garbage, he ended up conceding the election and saying, uh, "God bless you, you know George W. Bush, you are the next president of the United States," yeah. and. We, as much as we don't want to believe it, uh, you know, or as much as some of us don't want to accept it, I guess I should say, uh, we have to, we have to, because this is how, this is how our system works. Um, Not my president, I mean, you can say what you want, but I think right now, the most important thing that we can all do is uh, very closely examine our political views, very closely examine our personal views, uh, and work for a much better country, a country that can move forward um, in a positive yeah. direction, regardless of the fact that you know we have a, a president who may not align with those views. Yeah, I don't think yeah, we should this be is moving. crazy. Like, there's, there's there's some serious, at least, uh, trending steam in this uh, Cal exit. Oh yeah, uh, Calif- California wanting. I mean, there's always been rumblings of like California wanting to secede, uh, uh. but I, I don't think anybody ever took it seriously. But I feel like an event like this could actually be a catalyst for for radical stuff like that actually occurring. Right, and how that's, crazy is that to think about? Exactly, and California that's the being exact thing that I was worried about. Yeah, in fact, so many people. Remember when, remember when Trump was, was at those debates and he was like, I don't know if I'm going to concede the election if I lose. Um, that, to me, was unbelievably dangerous thing to say. Yeah. Um, because it's saying whoever voted for Trump, if they, really, if they really believe in Trump and they really think that he should be president, even if he didn't get the presidential um if he didn't win the presidential election, they could have rioted. They could have demanded that he become president. Um, I mean, this is a worst case scenario, but things like that led to the civil war. Like, yeah. I don't want, I don't want that again. I don't want California to secede. I want us all to work together to create some, to create a better America, one that is not, yeah. you know, going to be racist and bigoted and all that. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know how I feel about people that would support 
California seceding. Uh, you know, Californians obviously would be the sole. Well, I don't, maybe there's some people that don't live in California that would actually want them to secede for some random reason. But like that would, I don't know. That's kind of upsetting yeah, to think about somebody actually hating or being so unhappy with the rest of America that they want to just leave. Huh? I want right. to research that more. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. <sighs> crazy. So uh, crazy. I read mm. I read a loophole. So I mean, we can we can stop political talk soon, but um we <laughs> yeah, I read a, a cool article about how um so I don't know if you know about this, but President Obama is poised to make a Supreme Court nomination. Um but the Senate won't sure let him do it he's been trying to for like a year right right, and they're just they're just sitting on their butts just being like uh can we talk about something else and then like and then like he can't do anything um but through a loophole in the constitution he may be able to um twist that around to say uh that they are waiving their right to give advice to the president about the supreme court justice and in those Hmm. case he in that case he may be legally able to physically appoint um, the Supreme Court justice himself uh, if they've waived their right to the in, you know, in the constitution um, to give advice to him, he can just appoint someone. Um, Mm. But I don't know. We'll see if that actually happens, but I thought that was kind of interesting, which, and so, okay. So at this bar, the, the bartender, this guy, Josh was really funny. And he was, he said something I thought was very wise, which is that, uh, the su- the Supreme Court really should be made up as a cross section of America. It should it should represent a per- you know the percentage of people that lean Democrat or Republican? Okay. Um, it shouldn't it shouldn't be weighted one way or the other. If it is weighted one way or the other, let's say it was too liberal, um, then you would have backlash from the you know the basically fifty percent of America that's Republican. And lead to all kinds of problems, whereas the checks and balances of of those Supreme Court justices being, you know, equaling them each other out, and then kind of being able to debate issues according to the Constitution, is incredibly important uh, for the stability of our laws in America. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I just I was like, that's a very wise thing to say. I, I don't think that's going to happen now, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, Hillary Clinton is getting ready to speak. So I thought it was kind of messed up that she she didn't speak last night. She somebody else went out on stage and was like, uh, "Yeah, me too." Well, we're, we're it's going to be a long night, so just just go on home. We're not going to say anything else. That those those are almost the words verbatim that yeah. this guy used. <laughs> like, go ahead home. We're not going to say anything else tonight. Um, yep. Bye. <laughs> it's like what? That's kind of. I'm sure she was stunned. I don't. I can't imagine. But uh, still, she should have been there for her supporters. Yeah, out, it was out an upset convention. though. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I, it's still reeling from. So, how do you think this in, impacts us as wedding photographers? Um, I I don't know. I mean, with it with a Republican, uh, I would say. I guess I guess my one concern might be uh, LGBTQ weddings um i again this is just pure total speculation definitely do not hold me to this but given that trump is a republican president um even if he was only been a republican for 
very brief amount of time. Uh, I was going to say, is he though? I feel like maybe he had to do that to to, to have any any real traction. But I wonder. I think he's. Know. I don't. He doesn't strike me as a. I mean, a lot of his, uh, of course, ideas are Republican, but I don't know that you would actually define him as a Republican. But I don't really know what his issues are. Actually, I I can look it up on Google, what his stance is on uh, gay marriage and everything. Yeah, definitely do that. While you're doing that, I'm... uh, So I I would say that regardless of of that, he's he's definitely promised to appoint Republican Supreme Court justices. Uh, Oh, gotcha. And then on top of that, you've got a Republican Senate, We've got a Republican House. Those, those, all three of those things. Which is also lining completely up. mind-blowing. <laughs> they, are, they have full and complete power, basically. Yeah. Uh, so those three things lining up could spell um, serious problems for the LGBTQ community uh, in the form of potentially uh, either reversing, changing, amending... Yeah. Um, or, you know, outright overturning, reversing um, existing gay marriage laws, which could be, I, I don't know if that's actually even possible, um, yeah. but I'm certainly worried about that, given that, yeah. of course, you know, as wedding photographers, it's, it's important to embrace weddings in all their forms. Um, of course, yeah. I've done many gay weddings. It says yeah, here on Google, right uh, the Supreme, he, he just defers to the Supreme Court's decision that it should be decided by the states. Gotcha. Okay, well, that's definitely a good thing um, until you realize yeah, that the, he's just nominated, you know, four Republican <laughs> Supreme Court justices that may not align with, with, uh, with gay views. Yeah, man, this is... Uh, what do you That's think? a lot to take in. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm actually uh, curious to see what happens to the strength of the U.S. dollar. And being that I travel a lot, um, I've, I've actually had a lot of issues um, selling workshops and, and taking on wedding clients that aren't in America because the dollar's too strong. The, hmm. the <laughs> you know, uh, conversion or whatever is is. Too, like too, too much yeah. that it's like we're way too ex- I'm way too expensive it's not even like possible uh, to hire me or to sign up for a workshop or whatever so um, in a lot of ways I'd actually like to see the dollar weaken a little bit <laughs> um, uh, compared to where it's been uh, or maybe I would I would probably prefer that other economies just get stronger right um, but right. you know I don't, exactly. I don't know that that's going to happen it's, it's uh, with all that of Donald right Trump's there. kind of oh, rhetoric and, and craziness about trade and, yeah, and re- exactly. restructuring so many trade agreements it's uh, it's a lot to take in like and how these things impact other things is just it's so unpredictable very I feel like. unpredictable I, he he just has this um, demeanor that indicates to me that he has no idea either how things impact other things. And well, so there's that, and there, and he has this demeanor of honestly, if what I say goes, I yeah. win. Um, and that's the, that's been my uh, yeah. issue with him ever since. Actually, ever since we photographed him, I've been like, man, this guy really. I get I get Donald Trump now because so what happened is right we 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 shot. Um, photos of uh, Donald Trump at the National Press Club a couple years ago. He was given some speech about his new um, luxury hotel that he was making right. in, in D.C. Yeah. And you got an awesome epic portrait of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
and then he and then he went right in and and or he, yeah he did some interviews and he did some handshakes and stuff and Ivanka was there um and he went on stage and he gave a speech literally just basically about how great he was I mean I don't think there was any I don't remember the speech, the speech at all yeah I don't really remember it I I, I yeah that, that does I, I will say interacting with him uh, for his picture was actually fine he was a perfectly nice guy took direction from me well and i was sort of impressed that he asked to see the photo i thought actually that's Mm -hmm. the first time anybody's actually ever done that uh after i'd photographed them and uh he was like you know can i see and then he you know he liked it and wanted to uh have a a portrait done of ivanka yeah i say your name yeah and I did that, and and so I was actually impressed with that as as just a um, <laughs> yeah. That's I don't cool. know how, I don't know what you would describe that as, but I, I just thought that that was I don't know if I would say it's taking initiative, but maybe it just um, is part of his ability to like know what's important in in the way that he is perceived in the media, or, or at least know, like if he didn't like the picture, I'm sure he would have also said, no, please remove that and take no more pictures of me yeah right which which i'm assuming he's probably done oh with yeah other photographers and 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 that's like it just plays into how probably he was able to pull this off he's just so attuned to what's important um you know to the outside world uh through, through the filter of the internet and photographs and and all this stuff and yes. i don't know i just it was a subtle thing but i was actually like oh that's this is maybe why um he's able to do what he does in social media yeah. and in, in popularity and whatnot but and i mean he is a he is a tv show star um he's a reality tv star you know can't forget that um yeah he knows exactly. how to be on tv he knows how to schmooze and all that but the i yeah, guess but the so do other lot. people too sure. right? like it's it's but no one's ever done interacted with me in that way that's true um it, it was really fascinating but anyway uh a totally different experience than this other photographer who did uh, some portraits of him and just had like the worst things to say about him uh, i was like eh, this isn't at all what i experienced when i wow. photographed him so i don't maybe he was just having a bad day or or whatever uh it was, it was really strange to see just the polar opposite account of um yeah photographing the same individual uh huh yeah i don't know yeah, uh, overall, I, I imagine most of the time with anything political, I imagine myself um, isolated and, and cut off from the internet and realize that my day-to-day life is pretty much unaffected by, by I mean, uh, taxes are probably the most direct line of how you, you pay more or less. Um, but like my actual day-to-day life, if, if you want to go to your happy place, just turn off the internet. and Yeah, you know, that's true. It, it's, it's not going to affect you. Absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, uh, directly. It's not like now we all have to put uh, Trump logos on our doors or something insane. I mean, not yet. <laughs> you know. It's, yeah, it's crazy, man. It is. Uh, it is interesting. We're going to have to see how this plays out over the next few months. How long has Virginia voted blue? Oh, like I feel like that Virginia used to be a Republican yeah. state, and uh, and I can't remember the way. last time it, it was Republican. It seemed like this time, it, maybe because her VP was from Virginia, uh, it was just a shoe in. But let's see, uh, Virginia voted for Democrat uh, Obama in two thousand eight. Um, 
because I thought they were after backing Republican candidates for the previous 10 elections. So it's sort of a swing state, but usually it goes usually in in history. It's gone. um, It's gone Republican. I I think honestly that that might be good job. Just gone now. I think that that will no longer be the case for a long time. It was pretty close, though, in Virginia, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, I just keep waiting for this Hillary speech. It's supposed, they said it was going to be at 9, and then they said 10.30, and uh, now it's almost 11. So I'm not really sure what's happening. It's, it's got to be tough to be in the Hillary camp right now. I mean, I was very interested in the one-two punch of uh, black president, first black president followed by the first yeah. female president. That would have been really cool. Yeah. But, Absolutely. And I, I, I was know. hoping the that historic, like, no matter your opinion of, of Clinton, her being a woman, I was hoping the fact that it is the first woman president would offset the, uh, you know, sexism yeah. <laughs> against the fact that, but I guess it didn't No, I don't think way. it did. I think that, honestly, here here's the problem. And this is the question that Abby posed to me earlier today, which I really, you know, I think is a really interesting question which is what if it were the exact same person exact same credentials exact same scandal um or you know controversy i guess email controversy and everything but a white man um Mm -hmm. what like could that have been enough to swing you know certain states um i don't know but i think that was that's an interesting question yeah, it's it's fascinating. I also I, I gotta say I bet Bernie, Bernie Sanders supporters are just reeling right now. They're feeling that burn for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all convinced that he would have won against Trump, and I probably I tend to agree. But I don't know. He's mm. he was so radical, you know. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like Hillary's fairly moderate. Um, in terms of her actual political views, she's not Bernie Sanders, who's, who wants like total social reform. She's pretty much yeah. she would pretty much do status quo. It'd pretty much be Obama all over again. Yeah, which is her main her biggest flaw. Like, right. Nobody's right. Yeah, that that's tough. Ah, anyway, it's uh, it's all very interesting. I, again, I, beyond well, yeah, the gay marriage thing and, and maybe the strength of the dollar. <laughs> Uh, I don't see it impacting what we do yeah, too I much, I suppose. I don't think so. I still struggle with whether or not I should even have his portrait on my site. I, everything related to Trump just felt so toxic. Yeah, uh, I'd actually put up on Instagram a picture of Alec Baldwin that I did and a picture of Trump. And I don't remember what I, something funny about how I'd photographed both, both oh, Trumps. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then I was getting so much negative uh, crap. Really? From, yeah. That I, and it wasn't like necessarily directed to me. It was just like bad bad vibes didn't want that toxic uh stuff happening in the comments i just deleted it because i didn't want it associated with with me and in my space that i control and uh you know i've struggled like i wonder how many times somebody's looked through my portfolio and it's like oh donald trump nah let's move on to someone else i'm sure it's happened like he's such a polarizing toxic person uh but now i think i'll keep it just because he's a president You know, whatever. But so yeah. Okay, so let's 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 switch gears a little bit here. Um, let's let's um, d- tell me about uh, most recent wedding that you did, or one of your most recent weddings, or something. 
I don't know. Let's, <laughs> let, I want I want to talk about wedding photography. Yeah. Um, no, I, I have a wedding tomorrow. It's going to be great. Oh, I, Thursday. Um, uh huh. Nice. Yeah, it's strange. The Thursday wedding up in New Jersey. Cool. And then uh, no, my, the wedding before that was uh, was actually in D.C. with the best view of the Capitol building I've ever seen. Nice. It was incredible. Um, really fantastic. But uh, it was actually really intense. One of the first real like oh my god i don't know what's gonna happen moments <laughs> and it was about an earring the bride was getting ready to leave to go do their first look oh, no. and she puts on her one earring all good goes to put on the second earring the back metal tip that you push through the ear broke off okay um no backup earrings oh uh, dang okay so she insisted that they um go to macy's and buy a new one but so she sent a couple bridesmaids down to Macy's, which is probably a fifteen minute drive mm-hmm. to go get them, buy them, come back. It was probably a forty five to an hour long delay, which really ate into our photo time, like big time. Ah, uh, bummer. Because uh, you know it was kind of on me to make sure they got to the ceremony on time to do that, and uh, we we got some good pictures and stuff. But it was it was pretty. Uh, stressful, just a crazy time crunch. And wow. Part of me wanted to be like, it's just an earring, but <laughs> at the same time, they were like the perfect earrings. You know, it's what she wanted. Yeah, yeah. And that's that. Yeah, we we took some like portraits of her while we were waiting and stuff. That turned out pretty cool. But um, yeah, I hadn't realized how important it would be to actually have a, a second, like a backup of your earrings, because that's something I'm surprised doesn't happen hmm. more often. That is One goes true. Missing or gets yeah, just broken. Um, I've also so. I've also seen cases where they she puts on the earrings and she's like oh actually i don't like these with this dress right now Um, and so she just leaves them off or does or gets some different ones yeah i was surprised that it was actually a real big deal but they were awesome earrings they kind of like dangled down and it made sense um but the, the necklace, she had a necklace. I was like, ah, you know, I'm definitely wearing this necklace. She put it on. She's like, no, nah, never mind. But <laughs> it wasn't like that for the earrings. We, we gotcha. waited. Uh, it was just really funny, not funny, but interesting to see, you know, her suddenly. And we've talked about this before. The mm-hmm. littlest thing can sometimes set people off. And she got very emotional and like, oh, my God, what, you know, this is horrible. The worst thing could possibly happen. It's like when you see it in hindsight, it's just an earring. But it's so crazy how weddings distort people's um, emotions and uh, feelings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But yeah, that was my most recent wedding. Uh, And anyway, it was ended up being a great night. Fantastic view of the Capitol building on top of some other building that I had never been in. So that was cool. Cool. Yeah. What about yours? Um, hold on. Sorry, my dog is snoring. I just had to throw something at her. <laughs> so kind. Um, sorry, Stein. Um, so, yeah, my most recent wedding uh, shot a really, really cool uh, farm wedding, farmhouse wedding in. Um, North Carolina, actually, a couple of, I guess this was... Oh, by yourself or someone else? Yeah, this is by myself. It's actually um, a groomsman of a groom that I photographed a few years ago. Um, they, they, yeah, they didn't have t- a ton of money, so I only actually ended up covering uh, just a few hours of the wedding. But, you know, I, I ended up... Um, you know, covering more than that anyway, but um, it was awesome. Uh, they were a really, really great couple. It was a beautiful day. 
it was that it was the 29th yeah so it was like that day that was like randomly incredible it, yeah <laughs> like that was what the that heck was amazing happened that was the there. same wedding that my yeah the one i just described was the same day nice yeah. okay yeah so it was out at the bride and groom's farmhouse um the bride like painted this amazing blue um coat of paint and flowers on the on their barn and mm. uh and had the ceremony right out front of that. It was it was really fun, um, and yeah, it was great. Abby was able to come with me because she knew the the bride and groom as well. So it was nice to kind of have a have a day, just drive down there, do the wedding, That's nice. hang out, awesome. come back. So yeah, yeah, and I actually I actually even blogged it for the first time in like ever. I bl- finally oh, blogged something. Check that out. So, cool. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, I, unfortunately, it'll I think be the exception now that we land on a date. Uh, where the weather is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I think it's just trending much colder, much faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let's see. I've got one, two, three, four weddings for the year left. Nice. I've got two. Yeah, I've got two left. Um, so. I did just come back from a conference and, um, uh, the UK, and it was really nice to hear so many people that listen to the podcast. And it, every, pretty much without fail, every every single person was like, you know, the reason they like it so much is because one, it's about photography, of course, but two, it's easy to forget sort of how isolating being a full time wedding photographer is. Yeah, like you're just stuck at home, and every person was at, at one point said like, it's it's so isolating to be alone. It's really nice to hear other photographers talk shop. Because um, mm-hmm. otherwise, the only time that they're really able to do that is at something like a conference or whatever, which is you know, probably only once a year for most people. Um, so uh, I'm really glad to hear that people are in, enjoying just whatever we happen to mutter on about. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, and, and it is, I feel you too. Like it's, it is an isolating job to kind of be yeah. just strapped to your computer Monday through Friday. It's interesting too, given the nature of what we're actually photographing is, is like a very... Uh, extrovert oriented. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you day. really live in both extremes in this job. Like, you have one day yep. of insane interaction, having to be so personable and everything, and then most of your weekdays are spent just by yourself, or you know, at best, maybe a coffee shop. Or I think the best solution would be to pony up and get like a shared workspace with other people that have similar situations maybe that aren't necessarily wedding photographers but um yeah i need to look into those do you know if richmond has any kind of shared workspaces where you can rent a desk and um kind of be around other people that are also doing self-employment yeah yeah there's actually a few right near me uh one i was actually looking into fairly recently um and uh i i'm still i'm still on the fence about actually pulling the trigger on one of those especially since my um my office here is starting to take shape. Um, but it, I will say it is really, really awesome, uh, to be around other people, um, doing something creative during the day. For instance, I, I, I did a shoot, um, I did a shoot at an Upwork, um, place just a few months ago, but I did just a little, um, press conference shoot release of a book. Um, on workspace anyway it was at upwork um, which is a shared workspace and it was so 
it was so interesting just to see all the people collaborating and working and just working around each other. And I felt, I, I really did feel kind of this like creative aura uh, or like yeah. a creative vibe um, that was going on in the office. And I, and I was like, man, it would be cool to just bring in my computer and work here. And it'd be a good way to make connections as well. Um, Absolutely. There's definitely something important and valuable about being around other people and bouncing ideas off of other people. I feel very fortunate that Nessa is you know, also in the same yeah. career that I do and we're at home. But it, it, I think it, it's even better if you have a variety of people and maybe people that do creative work that isn't necessarily the same as your own. Yeah. Um, who was it that was talking? I think it was Montas was telling me he, he, he's been, he does that either sometimes or a lot of the time. And he was, he said he found it incredibly, um, incredibly good for, for him yeah. just to kind of be out there. The other thing, again, kind of with networking, like I hate networking and I'm, I'm not really all that into it. Um, but if you're, same. but if yeah, you're same. around that, type of environment um with other creative type people there may be ways of grabbing some jobs this is especially you know true for people like me and you that also do other stuff other than weddings um it's, mm -hmm. you know it's not a huge percentage of our work but you know we both do you know de decent amount of non-wedding stuff um mm -hmm. and that can be a great way to i don't know collaborate on some interesting projects i've shot a few you know metal bands and things like that just from being around people that play music um yeah you just that kind of thing serendipitous kind of interactions that lead to other things yeah makes yeah. perfect sense so. makes perfect sense uh man i'm getting anxious to see her I, actually i don't really even want to hear what she has to say i just want to see how she's composed yeah me too. <laughs> uh and and if she's like openly accepting of the fact that he's the president i really hope she is yeah, if she's not, then that's pretty serious, but I'm sure she would be. Man, it's crazy. Um, wow. Okay, well, uh, yeah, anything else new going on? I actually, um, I'm, I'm pretty much just editing for eternity. Yeah, yeah. A couple yeah. workshops next week. Oh, I'm going to this really cool conference uh, this weekend oh, cool. called Blink, Blink, which is in Palm Springs, so I'll get some nice weather for a few few days. <laughs> oh, Palm, Palm Springs... Uh where? Wait, where? Palm California. Springs, California. Oh, I'm thinking uh, Palm Beach. Sorry. That's <laughs> just like, yeah, oh, I just actually, booked a wedding in Palm Beach. Maybe I should make sure that it is Palm Springs. Yeah, Palm Springs, California. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I've never been there, so it'll be a first. That's cool. For me. Um, yeah. Nice. That's that's cool. Um, I'm actually headed out there the week after you're there, uh, just for Thanksgiving with uh, my wife's fam. Nice. So that should that's be fun. cool. And uh, my, friend, my friend Francesco Bonin who's an Italian photographer, is, uh, I, I think he's going to be in San Francisco while we're there, so I'm going to meet up with him. Um, so that should be okay. pretty fun, Make too. sure you go to Lou's, uh, Lou's Deli. Oh, dude, get would a, not miss get it. Get a Lou's, yeah. Lou's, Lou's is so good. Best sandwich ever. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't go, I didn't have a chance the last time I was there this year. I try and do it once a year, but. Yeah, San Francisco peeps, uh, And they're closed on like Luz. Tuesday. Randomly, they're closed like a Tuesday or something. How'd you find about, out about this place? Luz, um, I was traveling there with uh, my friend Tucker, just doing kind of like a wine tour around Sonoma and everything in that area of California. And we flew into San Francisco and stayed there a day or two. And uh, we were just looking for, what's so funny? 
No, just, I don't know. Just the way you said that was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's just, well, yeah. I don't know. Wine tour. Who yeah, are you, you, go, you, you rent bicycles and you bicycle off from one to the other. Mm, and they okay. like, each vineyard, that all the vineyards so are kind California. of clustered. And yeah, they do that in Virginia too. Um, but anyway, oh, yeah. it's... Uh, in wine country, Virginia, Virginia wine is like it's it's on the upswing, man. That's Everybody's true. talking hey, about Virginia it. Virginia wine's yeah. good, I think. Yeah, I don't you do know. a wine tour. Wine. It's okay. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I don't mess but around with that. I think we just did like a random search on Yelp and saw it had really good reviews and just went uh, went there went there on a on a whim and it was amazing. So, Lou's nice. Deli. It's in like uh, I want to say the Chinatown area. I think it is. Yeah, I think that or maybe next to it something. But oh, really it is good. so good. Yeah. They have all kinds of really good stuff. Anyway. All right. On that note, I think I am going to go eat. I'm freaking starving. Yeah, me too. So, um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, you know, hopefully we didn't upset anybody with our political talk, but it did seem wise to talk about this. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sure everybody else is talking about it. And I think the most important thing is to be, to be civil um, with each other. My dad said something very uh, wise, which I thought, which he said, he said, uh, no matter what way you're voting, the one thing that this election is doing is it's really, it's really polarizing people and it's really tearing some some relationships apart. And I don't think that's that's cool. So, um, whatever you yeah. do, you know, whoever you voted for, um, just know that we're we're in this thing together. And the most important thing to do is to stand by your beliefs and engage with people, um, you know, respectfully. Respectfully, yeah. exactly. And don't make assumptions about people. Uh, especially sure. when, when people feel one way on one issue, it's so easy to think that like, if you're a Republican, then you, you hate guns and you hate abortion. You hate all these things that are kind of in the same mix, uh, politically, but it's not at all the case. Right. Like, it, it's unfortunate. You kind of have to decide, uh, one way or the other. Um, but it's, it's not the reality that just because you're a Democrat, uh, you, you hate all guns, right? Like, right. It, it just don't make assumptions about other people. And it, God, it's so difficult to do on social media, though. It's, yeah. I see so many conversations spiral out of control. <laughs> it's uh, unfortunate. Yeah, but, but um, just be the voice of uh, of positivity and and change, and I think we'll be all right. We'll make it through this thing together. Yeah. And California, don't see. Yeah. That's, <laughs> come on. That's dumb. That's just. That's yeah. just silly. That's just silliness. They are the sixth largest economy in the world, though, apparently. Just oh, the state of California. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that. with Hollywood and all that. Yeah. Economy. Def- oh, definitely, yeah, with Hollywood there. I mean, yeah, movies it's the alone. Economy. It's the largest in the U.S. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So thanks, everyone. All right. Later Bye. on.